us. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. That word shoulder literally means the spur of a hill. That's what Golgotha was. It's the spur. He was crucified on the spur of a hill. The government, the kingdom, was upon his shoulder. He shouldered the burden for the kingdom at Calvary. Wow. And his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father and the prince of peace and of the increase of his government of his kingdom of his church man I feel the Holy Ghost and of the increase you're looking at increase. There shall be no end upon the throne of David. Jesus came from the lineage and upon his kingdom to order it. No chaos. It's, it's the perfect will of God. It's, it's, in the, it's in the plan. You're all over it. And to establish it with judgment and with justice from, oh, I love this, henceforth, even forever. The increase of his kingdom, of his government, shall never end. I hope y'all can feel what I feel. The blessings, the promises, the increase shall never end. His church is forever blessed, increased. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I want to preach for a few minutes tonight. I don't think it'll be very long. I don't know. I just, but I'm feeling really good in the house of the Lord right now. The zeal of the Lord. The zeal of the Lord. God, help me right now to deliver what you'd have me to deliver. Speak to me and through me. God, I can do nothing without you, for without you is sounding brass and tinkling cymbals. But I pray for the unction of the Holy Ghost. I pray the anointing. God, it's already on the word, your word that's forever settled. But anoint me and anoint this people. God, give us ears to hear what thus saith the word of God for us tonight. Encourage your people, I pray, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let increase. Let blessing. God, I pray favor on your kingdom here tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Oh, let's give that to the Lord as you're seated tonight. Oh, praise the Lord, somebody. Our God is wonderful. 
He's the counselor. He is still the mighty God, the one true God. The everlasting Father, he's still the Prince of Peace. Praise God. But I'm thankful that I know that God is wonderful. That he is still mighty. The Bible is full of supernatural signs and wonders. And the Bible even says that itself cannot contain the mighty works of God. God is a wonderful God. He is a miracle-working God. I mean, when you consider the creation and, and the stars and the sun and all of the things that God made, as it was already mentioned tonight, by His spoken word that He made things that, that are in existence today. When you consider the creation of God, you can see the wonder of it all. When you look at the animals and how things work and the human body and all the blood vessels and the skin and the tissue and how everything is put together and the synapses and the nerves and the end, it's absolutely wonderful to consider the mighty works of God. And God spoke through a burning bush that was not consumed. And he used a pillar of fire to light the night and he consumed a sacrifice with fire from heaven. He divided seas and he divided rivers. Amen. He is a wonderful, miracle-working God. He turned water into blood. He turned water into wine. He caused water to flow from a rock, and he made an axe head swim. He even invited Peter out on the water to walk on top of the water with him. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. He caused the rains to dry up, and then he caused the rains to fall to quench a drought. He turned a staff into a snake, and he made Aaron's rod to bud. Well, I, that tells me right there. Can I just give a little side, little, little side nugget right here? He can take some, make something new <laughs> out of something that was already dead. He can still quicken and make alive. We were dead in sin in our trespasses, but thank God we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. He can take a dead stick and it can live again. Matter of fact, he said you're going to put it in the ark, the covenant, as a testimony to just to show and remind people every once in a while, I am still a wonder-working God. He made manna fall from heaven to sustain a nation, and yet he would multiply oil and meal to sustain a little widow woman and her son. He used ravens to sustain a hungry prophet, and he used a boy's lunch of five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000 men plus women and children. And then in the next chapter, he feeds another 4,000 men plus women and children. Praise God. He made the sun and the moon to stand still. He caused walls to fall down flat. He can do the impossible. With man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. He closed the mouth of lions and he sustained men when they had to walk through a fiery furnace. He supplied tax money there in a fish's mouth. He turned mud into eyes and he cleansed the lepers. And he, he, he restored fingers and noses and things that had fallen off of lepers. And he straightened the back that had been over for 18 years. And yet he could also straighten a withered hand that had no purpose. Usefulness. He made the blind to see. He made the deaf to hear. He caused the lame to walk. And he caused the dumb to talk. 
One of my favorites, though, is he raised the dead and brought abundant life. He's still wonderful. He's still the same wonderful, mighty God. He's the same yesterday, today, and he'll be the same tomorrow. He was wonderful yesterday. He's wonderful today. He's going to be wonderful tomorrow. He was my mighty God yesterday. He's my mighty God. He will be my mighty God tomorrow. Oh, yes, he is. Praise God. Of the increase of his government, all of the wonderful things, the signs and wonders that God can do and is still doing, it is absolutely the will of God that he continue. The signs and wonders weren't just for the early church. I can, be, I can testify tonight, and I know many here tonight could also testify that God is still a healing God. He can still deliver. He can still heal cancer. Oh, yes, he can. He can still heal diseases. He can still do wonderful signs and wonders. And I believe it is his will to still continue. Why? Because the last line there in our text says, The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. His wonderful workings that he does. Amen. It was said henceforth, from henceforth, and it will never end. That means the signs and wonders will always, will always. I just came to tell somebody tonight, I don't know what you need, but his, still, his wonders still work. His miracle power still works. The Holy Ghost can still deliver. It can bring you out of the fire. It can take you through the fire. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That word zeal, the Hebrew word there is zinu. Excuse me, kinah. It means, the word is kinah. Means for his sake, for, he it's it's a it's a jealous thing. It's an envy thing. It is a it's a drive thing. It like it's like God's. It's his desire. It's his own desire. He's jealous about this. He's like these are my signs and wonders. Nobody else can do them. There's no other God like me. That's why in the Old Testament there were certain things that were, that were certain miracles and wonders that were set aside that only God would perform. Nobody else and no superpower could do it, only God himself. That's why they were looking at Jesus kind of funny because he was doing the very things that God said, only I can do them. That's why when he did them, he said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and my Father are one. I am the wonderful that Isaiah spoke of back in Isaiah 9 and 6. For unto us a child is born. His name is Jesus. For unto us a son is given. His name is Jesus. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the same mighty God, the same Prince of Peace, the same everlasting Father. His name is Jesus. And it is his will, his desire, his zeal to still perform signs and wonders. 
I got news for them out there. They don't understand Pentecost. They may not understand what it means to be apostolic. And they probably don't understand what it means to have signs and wonders alive in their churches. But I'm telling you, we do. Because we know the will of God. It's the perfect will of God to still perform great and mighty miracles. It is still the will of God to heal the, the sick. To save the lost. To heal the brokenhearted. To heal the broken family. It is the zeal of His will. I had to type this down because I wanted to get it right. This is what God gave me today. God's will is driven by His zeal to perform miraculous wonders. God's will is driven by his zeal to do great exploits. And God's not going around. You know how you got people that try to go around trying to prove a name for this? He already has a name. God's not suffering from identity crisis. He knows who he is. his own zeal that drives his will to do great wonders and miracles for his people for his government for his kingdom it is the perfect will of God to give this church and any other Pentecostal apostolic increase whether it's financial we'll receive it but spiritual let me tell you what increase is. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. More Holy Ghost in us than my tribulation. More Holy Ghost. More power than the problem. More anointing. More favor. More blessing. It's the will of God for God to play favorites for his people. What this tells me, it is a characteristic of God to do wonderful, miraculous things. God does, you know, let me, can I talk to the parents? And matter of fact, now I'm a grandparent. It's a wonderful thing. It is the will of grandparents to bless their grandbabies. It is the will of a mom and dad to provide for their children. Parents don't like to see their children or grandchildren do without. There's times, sometimes parents say no because they want the child to understand you can't have everything all the time. You don't necessarily need that. Mama, I want this. Mama, I want that. Daddy, I want this. Daddy, I want that. You want that, but it's not good for you. Grandpa, Pappy. You want another M&M? Okay, Hudson, you can have another M&M. Dad, Dad, stop it. You're... He's already had five. What's another It's the zeal of a grandpa. You, you hearing me now? You understand? It's the zeal of a grandpa. It's the zeal of a grandma. It's the, desi the zeal that drives the will 
of a parent. And yet he is also our everlasting father. It is his zeal to perform his will through us and for us. If God be You ready? Newsflash, devil. The zeal of God is greater than the zeal of the devil. I feel Holy Ghost boldness right now. The zeal and the will of God is greater. Oh, somebody give him praise right now if you believe that. Paul writing to the church of Colossians, in Colossians, talking about the Lord, he said, he hath a great zeal for you. In Colossians 4, 13, the Lord has a zeal for you. He has a desire. He has a purpose. <laughs> From the beginning, henceforth, the, the increase of his government and peace shall have no end. Because it is the will of God for His people to experience signs and wonders that reflect His glory and power in us. Sometimes you go through something Three Hebrew children, they, they went through tribulation. King said, you better bow or you're going to be killed in the fire. They said, we're not careful to answer thee, O king, but we're, we're, we're not going to bow because we know God can deliver. He may or he may not. You know, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the kind of attitude we need to have. God, we know God can. He may or he may not, but, you know, God can. And we're not going to succumb. We're not going to kneel to the enemy. We're not going to uh, kneel to the pressures of the world. We're not going to give in to that. Why? Because we know God can. And they said, he can, whether he does or not, we're going to continue to put our trust in him. And because they had that, whether he does or whether he does not, we know that he can. We know that they walked through the fire and came out, didn't even smell like smoke. And yet the guys that threw them in died from the heat. That's the kind of zeal that God has for each and every one of us. Oh, praise God. Jesus speaking in Mark 16, he said, These signs shall follow them that believe. It is the zeal of his will <laughs> to perform signs and wonders for his people. And yet there will be times when we will go through things. And you know what? It's sometimes, wouldn't it be nice to never need the healing power of God because you were never sick? Sometimes people get sick so just because I know it rains on the just and the unjust alike, but God allows things to happen sometimes just to reveal his glory through that. Like the three Hebrew children, like Job, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And I believe it is the zeal of the Lord to still do wonderful things for his people. And all of us here tonight are facing different things in this life and situations. But can I remind you of a few verses tonight? Psalm 77, 11. I will remember the works of the Lord. 
Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. If he did it before, he can do it again. If he stepped in and shut the mouths of the lions, the devil is as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. devour. When you face the, the, the enemy and the lion, you can say, God would just shut their mouth. In Jesus' name. Yeah, we need to pray, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do, but sometimes you got to pray. God, just shut their mouth. I'm being careful. Psalms 107, see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Psalms 136, to him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 89 and 5, in the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord. Thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. We're going to praise him for his wonderful works. Praise him for his mighty acts, the Bible says. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? There's nobody like Jesus. Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? Daniel 4, verse number 2. I thought it good to show the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. It has no end. And neither does the increase of his kingdom. It has no end. And his dominion, same word dominion, his kingdom is from generation to generation. What that tells me is the generation before us that experienced signs and wonders, those signs and wonders can be experienced by this generation. And if God tarries, by the next generation. And the generation after that. Same Holy Ghost, powerful moves of the Holy Ghost. Blinded eyes, deaf ears, the lame, the dead. Because God is still the same God. And His zeal has no end because it's his will to bless his people. In Acts 14, long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Hebrews 2 and 4, God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders. And with diverse miracles or diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. It is the will of God to pour out the Holy Ghost. To breathe the Holy Ghost into vessels. To do signs and wonders. To do the supernatural. To do the miraculous. Oh, somebody shout praise the Lord. In Exodus chapter 3. I'm watching the time. won't be very much longer, but Exodus chapter 3, God was speaking to Moses, and he says, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever. And this 
is my memorial unto all generations. He said, you got to get this. Every generation needs to be reminded of this from time to time. He went on to say, I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. I just I got a word for somebody tonight. God is still a wonder working, miraculous working, delivering working God. And the very thing that you feel like has got a hold of you is going to let you go. Can I keep reading? The next verse says, and I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Did you know the Egyptians gave them all kinds of things as they left? They took more than they knew they had. <laughs> Bible says they borrowed things from the Egyptians. Y'all not going to need this anymore because God's getting ready to destroy you. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> he says, I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall, you got to hear this, it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty. When God gives his people favor, you'll not be empty. When God gives you favor... <laughs> He'll never leave you empty-handed. I, I like messing with people's theology, so here you go. The Bible says he'll not put more on us than you can bear. Sometimes he doesn't give you the blessing because you can't handle the blessing. We always put that as the negative things. Can we do why? It's the positive things too. They went out of Egypt with everything they could handle. They couldn't take anymore. God blessed you with everything he had you couldn't handle. You probably just We won't experience that until we this mortality puts on immortality. Till we get over yonder. We'll not really understand it. Because in this body, we can't handle it. But you'll not be empty. He'll give you enough. He'll give you enough. His grace, oh, yeah. His grace is sufficient. I say, His grace is sufficient. That's why when he gave the little widow woman, the, 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 said, hey, you, you're going you're to have an oil, uh, your cruise, a, a little vessel. And every time, she, they're just kept on, kept it on. There was, and there was always a little bit of milk. I thought we used the last of it. Nope, there's still a, why? Because you'll never go empty. Why? Because it's the zeal. It's his desire. It's, God said, there ain't nobody else that can love me, love you like I can. There ain't nobody else that can provide for you like I can. I'm a jealous God. That's my zeal. There ain't nobody that can provide, that can bless, that can sustain like I can sustain. 
Let me just put it this way. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. My, 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 my. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 8, 34. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Psalms 30 and 5. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a moment, but joy cometh. Joy, you may have to have a moment of weeping. You may have to, we may have to, we may have to experience a moment, a season of mourning, of weeping, of sorrow, of sadness, but joy. It is the will of God that joy comes to you in the morning. I feel like encouraging somebody right now in the Holy Ghost. You ready? It's time to rise and shine. I said it's time to rise and shine. The zeal of the Lord wants to bless you. Wants to give somebody favor. Wants to give somebody increase for the blessing, for the glory of his kingdom. Psalms 5 and 12, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. That wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Psalms 106 and 4, and I'm hurrying. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that thou bearest unto thy peoples. O visit me with thy salvation, that I may see the good of thy chosen. I'm glad I'm part of the chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. I'm part of the chosen. I choose to live for him. I choose to serve him. I'm chosen. That I may rejoice in the gladness of of thy nation, thy kingdom, thy government. Same thing, same concept. That I may glory with thine inheritance. The Holy Ghost is the inheritance. Uh-huh. Eternal life is inheritance. Yes, sir. The favor. Is the inheritance of his people. And it is the zeal <laughs> that drives his will to bless, to provide, to protect, to sustain his people. I am thankful <laughs> for the zeal of the Lord. Why doesn't everyone experience his zeal coming to fruition in their life? I'm going to tell you right here. Here's the key. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 9 and 10. The Lord thy God will make thee plenteous. How many like that? Doesn't that sound great? How many love increase? 
How many love His favor? How many appreciate the blessings of God? In every work of thy hand, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over thee for good, as he rejoiced over thy fathers. If, here it is, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord, the word of God, thy God, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law. And if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thine soul, if you want the divine, miraculous, supernatural blessing and favor of God, I'm going to tell you right now how you can also receive the zeal of His will come alive in your life. This is it. If we hearken unto the voice of the Lord to keep His commandments and His statutes which are written in the book of the law, if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all our heart, if we'll turn to Him and serve Him with all of our heart, our soul, with all of our mind, and if we'll love our neighbor as ourselves, because all the laws of the prophets hang on that one concept that you talked about Sunday morning. This is an if-then relationship. If you will, he will. Huh? Hello, somebody. I said, if you will, he will. amazing when the I am says I will he's always the I am but he will the I am only says I will when you say you will he told Moses I am the I am yeah I'm the everlasting I'm the one true God I'm, I'm it but the I am wants to bless you but you have to say I will and when you say you will God says I will too and you can't outgive the Lord you give him everything you got. I'm telling you, if he gives you everything he's got. And it is the absolute will and zeal of the Lord of hosts to bless those that say, I will. I will. I want who, who will live for me? I will, Jesus. Who will serve me? I will. Whosoever will. Oh, you didn't catch it. He said, whosoever will, let them come. The only ones that can come to Jesus are those that say, I will. You have to, I have to, I'm going to talk, I got to do this sometimes, Mr. Church. I have to make up my own mind. God's been dealing with my heart. He's been dealing with my mind. I've been dealing with some conflict between, there's, been, there's a battle been, that's been raging and warring in my flesh. I, I know I, I'm probably preaching to myself, that's why I sat down in the pew or the chair. Nobody else probably ever feels this way. There's a war that's raging. We, fly, we, battle, we, fly, uh, we war against not, or we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Well, it's good. I wrestle against my own flesh and blood. That's what I wrestle with. I, I 
this mind right here is what I deal with. But when this mind makes its mind up, and when my heart says, God, I'm going to put you first, and I make up my mind, I will. I'm, I will live for God. You don't have to if you don't want to. You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I don't have to if I don't want to, but I want to. <laughs> and I will. And the moment I say, God, I will. And I come to an altar or find a place, and I say, God, I will. That's what repentance is. Repentance is simply saying, God, I will live for you. I will serve you. I'm going to crucify my flesh, and I'm going to. And when you say, I will, God says, I will too. I've been waiting for you to make up your mind. I've been waiting for you to make up your mind. This, this is all I got right here. God's just been waiting for somebody to make up their mind and say, I will. Because, hey, as soon as you say, I will, he's already waiting. I can't wait. I, I can't, do, I, I can't. This might be the night. It might be on a Wednesday night, but this might be, hey, God, I will serve you. Guess what? I'm going to bless you. I, I've been waiting for you to say that. I've been waiting to give you a favor. I've been waiting to pour out my glory. Can we stand in this place tonight? I wonder if there's anybody that say, that's still saying, I will. I choose to live for God. I choose to be a Christian. I will serve Him. I preached about the zeal of the Lord. I wonder what zeal you have. I, I, I wonder what kind of zeal is going to tell you I will. God's been too good to me. That's my zeal. It's my purpose. It's my desire. God made me. He created me to have a zeal to worship and serve the Lord. But there are people that have turned their zeal to the world. His zeal has never changed. The problem is the zeal of people have changed. But he's saying, I, I'm just waiting for you to say, I will serve, you, serve the Lord. He said, then I'm going to bless you. He's saying, I will if you will. When the I am says, I will. It usually comes after the little I, me. That's what I've been waiting for. If you will, he will. Because it's the perfect will of God to bless his kingdom of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. It's still the will of God. <laughs> to bless you. It is still the perfect will of God to bless His people. It's His will to bless you. It's His will to give you increase. It's His will to give you favor. The only thing that stands between the blessing and the will of God, the only thing is your will. You see, you've got this thing. It's your will. What will you do with it? It's my will. It's my will. What am I going to do with my will? I will live for God. Or I, I will not. It's your will. The only thing that keeps people from living for God is their will. You ready? The only thing that keeps people living for God is their will. 
Is this too simple? The only thing that keeps people from living for God is their will, but the only thing that keeps people living for God is their will. It's the same thing. I will or I won't. I will or I will not. As for me and my house, we will. I know I went longer than I thought. It's already 8.30. I just wonder if anyone wants to just step out, come up to the front, and just say, I will live for God. As for me and my family, we will live for God. God, I will live for you. I do want your favor. I want your blessing. I want your peace that passeth understanding. And God, I know it's your will that, that, that nobody should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God, I know it's your will that we have favor, that, we, that your government, that your kingdom, that the church receive favor and blessing and increase. But God, I also understand the only thing that can bring the will of God to pass is my will. And I will serve God. I will live for you. Come on, let's just, let's just. This is just between you and God. You will or you won't. It's your decision. If you've been walking in the valley of indecision, now is the time. I will or I won't. I will live for God. I will serve God. Jesus, I want your blessing. Jesus, I want your favor. I will, I will live for you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful right now. The Holy Ghost is moving in this place right now. God is moving. God is responding. Yes, I will, I will, I will. God, there may be some that won't, but I will. I will.